what can reading blood work the way I've taught you do for you in your practice? Well, here's what Hillary has to say days after attending the Master Bloodwork Live event. Quote, I have had three patients now and one's coming in next week to read their blood work. I charge $4.25. I work up the protocols and my patients are so happy with the supplements and service. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It is a game changer. Just wanted to send you a positive, happy note to make your day. This is just the tip of the iceberg, I feel. Hillary is not the only one. Connie introduced the same blood work reading for her current patients. And within days of introducing the new service, she was booked out two months. Danny jumped on a YouTube channel with another person. And within hours of that YouTube video going live, she had over 80 people reach out. And within the next week, I believe she said it was said it was up to 150. Margaret has recently doubled her prices, so she's not resenting it anymore. These are just a few examples. What can it do for you? Come see what it's all about at my next live and free workshop, August 30th. Get all the details at drkileyburton.com slash free dash workshop. And that workshop is just for you practitioners. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement companies, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. All right, let's get started so you can have more freedom, more impact, and more income. Here we go. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. This episode today is a Thursday episode, meaning it's specifically for you practitioners. And I have a guest with me today who is an expert at branding and website designs and really helping you stand out with your brand, your message. Um, She's built some of the biggest brands in the world, namely Jen Gottlieb's. If you want to go to jengottlieb.com, that is her work. Uh, maximizing Jen's personality, who she is. I just say that because anytime I get in my head and I'm thinking, I'm, you know, who am I to do this? I always say to myself, well, if Jen, is, if Jen can do it, I can do it. And Jen's 36, I'm 32. So <laughs> she can do it, I can do it. Rachel is behind Jen's uh, work. Are you behind Super Connector too? Yeah, I did the entire uh, Super Connector Media brand and logo. And holy smokes, <laughs> these are some big names, people. So Rachel is here to help you brand yourself. And as practitioners, you might be thinking you need something like a logo, but that might be actually the least important thing that you need. So welcome on, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just jam with you. Yes. And we're going to talk about branding, which is something I've probably never really talked about with anybody specifically, and you're an expert. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Um, Dive in real quick with us and walk us through your journey on how you got to become a branding expert. Yeah, amazing. So I've actually had my business for 10 years, but it was a very long journey in getting here. I um, was a freelance designer for so many years um, in New York City, working for different publications. And obviously when print design decided to not be something great anymore, Uh, I went into the digital space and started doing branding and website design um, for online entrepreneurs. 
I became really into the space. Uh, a mentor of mine actually took me through the same branding journey that I take all my clients through today. Um, she did it with me creating my own brand and it was honestly the most amazing experience and I learned so much and now I bring that up to all of my clients today. Um, I went to this retreat in California with 60 entrepreneur women and that is where I honestly launched my business. And I had no website. I had nothing really. Uh, I had only my website, actually. <laughs> I had only my website, no clients. Um, and I ended up leaving that retreat really to like better myself and like learn more about the entrepreneur space. I ended up leaving that retreat with all these new clients. So it was such an amazing experience. And honestly, my business has been referral based since then. And um, it's just been a really, really amazing journey. So I just, I just love what I do and being able to help people uh, build brands. When you say you, you were walked through and now you walk through others, this branding journey, what's the first step? Yeah, it's a great question. So I always drive home brand clarity because we really can't start creating our brands without really understanding the why behind it, who you're selling to, like who your ideal audience is, um, what your mission statement is, and really the overall goals of what you want to accomplish in your business. Like all that ties into your brand. So it's so we have a couple of questions to ask ourselves when we're creating brand clarity. Say those again. Basically, get clear on who your audience is, um, what you audience are, what they also refer to as avatar. Yeah, your your client. Who is avatar. your like ideal person? And one of the big questions I like to ask is, how do we want people to feel when they interact with our brand? And it's super important because. That piece is really behind the brand for the most part. So like once you are able to define all these items, you know, your ideal audience, your mission statement, the feelings you want to ignite in your brand, then you can start to build out the different pieces of your brand and really uh, basically infuse all of those emotions into whatever it is you're creating. You said something about your mission too. Do you need to worry about the mission? Yeah. So your mission statement really is, it's kind of like the shortest way that you can tell people uh, how you can help them and really some of your own values. So that way they can connect on a deeper level with you. Um, and the okay. key is short because <laughs> we yes. really want to make sure that as soon as somebody lands on your website, or even if you're not even at the website level and you're just at social media, having some sort of mission statement about how you help people um, is really, really powerful. Yeah. And I was talking to Rachel before we hit record and I said, okay, let's use me as an example because I'm in the middle of rebranding myself. Yeah. A um, little bit of my journey. I walked out of chiropractic school in March of 2017. And I'm thinking, you know, you have to have, you have to crack backs and necks and you have to do five minute appointments and you just have to get people in and out. And um, <laughs> I don't, I don't even own a chiropractic table anymore. And I haven't for over three years. Yeah. <laughs> so the journey has been very, let's just say that what you're creating now doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're going to be doing in five years. Exactly. Or even six months from the matter of my sake. 
So I started off with this Dynamic Health Center of Utah. I wanted it to be of Utah so I could expand a little bit more. Um, that's gone away. I am now Dr. Kylie, and then I have a bunch of subtitles. I started off with a subtitle on my logo as Change Your Story because my idea was I want people to come in and tell me their health story, but that be the last time they tell that story to me because we're going to change it. So that was my thinking there. Love it. And then the next subtitle became Healing Beyond the Diagnosis, where really it was after this podcast took off, blew up. And so it was this beyond the diagnosis concept that I was becoming known for. So then we put that inside the logo. And now transitioning away from patient care into helping practitioners. If I were to create a mission statement for me right now, off the top of my head, it would be, I want all of my fellow colleagues to realize that we are in this together. Mm. We are not competing against each other. Because every time I hear the word competition with a colleague of mine, I just cringe. Yeah. Yeah. And so now the underlining subtitle of my logo is in this together. The event in February of next year is going to be in this together live. I want us to realize that we are in this together. When every single one of us are more successful, more people are getting better because all of us are successful and there is plenty to go around. A hundred percent. And that's great. And that's kind of like your short mission statement. You know, like you probably wouldn't put your... Like a mission sentence. Yeah. You probably wouldn't put your whole mission statement in your logo, but that's perfect because it just gets people a little bit further into what it is that you care about. And then once they land or start interacting with your brand, we can start infusing them with all the other pieces of what that really means. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So step number one, brand clarity. With that, we need to figure out exactly who our avatar is. Don't just say someone who's been sick and tired of being sick and tired and they want to get better. Who the heck is that person? You want to know, think about this as if you're walking into some stranger in the grocery store and they ask you, what do you do? They need to know exactly who that person is after you give them that one sentence. So for example, um, I walked into a grocery store one time with a guy I met at some networking event and I I reminded him, I'm that person who helps people who get tossed from doctor to doctor to doctor actually find what's causing their symptoms and get them feeling better. Oh, well, that's my wife. Next thing I know, her his wife is my patient. Yeah, and that's a perfect example of like a badass mission statement that like somebody understands immediately because what you've done there is you've basically took what what your ideal client is struggle, struggling with, you've brought light to it for any, anybody and everybody. Um, And that's kind of what I like to go into a lot is like you've hit that emotional experience that people can really... So step number one, brand clarity. Step number two, that emotional experience. Let's talk about that. So the emotional experience is, you know, it, it gets infused into the entire branding process. Everything that you create, you really want to have a core, like core feelings that you want to associate with your brand. I often call them brand concepts. So for example, let's say you, you want togetherness in your brand, you want collaboration, you want support. These are all the things I've heard you say in just like the last few minutes. 
So you'd want to be able to pull those out as emotional, like emotions that you can tie your brand to, whether it's like through the visuals, through the copy, everything should connect to that. So um, telling, like going into this storytelling piece of it, that's by having photos and copy that really speak to those emotions, we tell that story better. So that way, as soon as somebody lands on your site, on your social media, they start to feel the different pieces of that, call it one word, togetherness. Um, and we always do that by saying like, well, how can we show togetherness? Um, we can show people working together. We can, we can show it by uh, the words that we use on our site, in our, in our content, on social media. Um, so all of these things just start to get embedded into the brand um, in a really intentional way. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot in there, you know, like trying to simplify it in this format. Like as you go through this process, you're going to want to definitely start with like pulling out those core, core values or core brand concepts for your brand. And then you build off from there. So it's like, a lot of the coaches uh, or you know wellness professionals that come to me, a lot of the times, what you know, they want to make people feel better. They want to p- empower people. Um, some of them aren't always tangible. You know, emotions are always a tangible look and feel. I was just gonna say that, like, how do you bring emotions into like a tangible graphic yeah. or? But it, it's more with the story, yeah. right? It's- the the messaging that's happening. And it's and it's not just like one level, like the story is told on multiple different levels. So it's like, for example, let's say I just discovered you, I went to your social media on your social media. It has, you know, the blurb that you have right on your profile. And then I watch your first few videos. On those first few videos, if they're speaking about your core values, I'm going to immediately start understanding you know, this is, this is part of what you do. Then I go to your website. So I need to do better on my social media because it's still for <laughs> patients. So I need to go in and rebrand my social yeah, media. There's, I have homework after this. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I always like to remind people like your brand's an evolution. Like it's going to keep changing and you have to continuously update the different areas and like, just take small actions with each one of these, you know, like if you have a website, Okay, like work on your mission statement, update it on the website. Start there. You know, um, you know, if you're doing update whole- your picture because I have a new website and my picture on my my family is over two, oh, two years old because my little girl is now a two year old. Yeah, <laughs> she's a baby in the picture. Definitely, having the right photos is is a huge huge part of telling your brand story and. I really help my clients hone into these brand concepts so we can pull out what are the themes that are associated with the brand that will help us tell that story. So a lot of my clients, it's collaboration. So we would get photos of them working with clients. Um, You could also use stock photography. I know that a lot of the times people don't have access to that level of photo shoot. Um, So stock photography does work, but there's definitely... Where do you get that from? Yeah. Um, so iStock is amazing. Um, I really love that. Adobe Stock is is also great. Um, those are two sources that um, you do have to pay for those or they have subscriptions. And then the free resources, if you want to um, go that route, there's Unsplash, which is amazing. That one's the one that I use yeah. most. It's a really, really wonderful free resource. They have really, really high level um, photos and just people love them that using it. 
And you know, the, the pros and cons, obviously, if it's stock photography, anybody can use that photo. Um, so sometimes, uh, if we really want to differentiate ourselves from other brands, stock photography can sometimes be a little limiting in terms of really telling a unique story, especially if lots of health and wellness professionals like choose the same photos, you know, like it will start to feel familiar. Like, Oh, I've seen this before. Um, so that's why I always push the custom photo shoots. If you can afford to do it, um, it really, really pays off because you can use it not just on your website, but on your social media and, on all sorts of different, you know, branding, like if you have a podcast or other things. So, yeah. And I've, I've been terrible in this realm. <laughs> um, the last photo quote photo shoot I did, my assistant and I went to some local, we rented some local studio, uh, some light studio where they had a bunch of windows and it was just natural light coming in. And the whole point of it was to do social media, like record yeah. 30, 60 second videos. We ended up taking a lot of photos as well. Thank heavens, because they're like the only photos I have. And when you're posting like crazy on social media, you want that personal touch. People want to see your face, especially in reels and TikTok videos. Like I've, I've taken the cheap route a few times and done, you know, the Canva TikTok five second thing. They don't do anything. (laughs) The ones with your face, whether it be, sticking your camera out at arm's length and recording, whether it be walking you walking down the, the street and recording for, for 15 seconds or whether you have it on a stand and you're out in the distance, like they want to see you. Yeah. Who you are. And the real reason so, is... Stock up. Exactly. The real reason for that is because people really want to connect with you. And that's the thing, especially if you own a practice and you're, you know, your doctor and like people are coming to you specifically, they want to work with you, even if you have other doctors in your office and, and whatnot, it's still the overall brand that is like, people are looking for some emotional experience that they can acquire by you know, coming to your office or working with you online or, you know, whatever, whatever the circumstances. So being face to face is everything because it means that they get to actually see who you are and like feel something from you. I think face to face, but now we're have, we have this audio mm-hmm. world too, mm-hmm. where I'll have people like comment on social media. Hey, how's your son sleeping? How the heck do you know about? Oh, wait, it's the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's like people get into our lives and they realize, oh, she's a real person too. Yeah. I'll I get you. her, you know. I've been doing TikTok lives. So um, on TikTok, you can go live um, once you have a thousand followers. And I've been doing uh, TikTok lives. I have a dog TikTok account, which has been amazing. I actually just. Uh, crossed over the 8,000 follower mark, which I'm really proud of. Um, because again, it's for my dogs, like it's just the most hilarious account. It's called Bear Loves Lola. And it's two, I have two French Bulldogs and I go live every morning on that account. And I just like hang out with the dogs, share where they are. But what I really learned is people are connecting with me because I'm talking, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's me. And, uh, you know, so like that just, it plays exactly into what we were just talking about. It's like, it's not always the visual piece. It's they're listening to what you're saying. They're resonating. And, you know, obviously over there, it's, it's all pet lovers. So it's just been the most amazing um, learning experience for me from a branding perspective, because 
Uh, there's just so much engagement on that platform. It's something that I think a lot of people don't talk about. TikTok has uh, an insane uh, user engagement. Like the people over there, they want to get to know you. They want to talk to you. They want to um, interact with you. So uh, it's a really, really awesome thing to to start getting into if you haven't yet from a social perspective. Yeah, I'm going to encourage that as well because... You know, two years ago, it was the TikTok was the dancing place. Yeah. <laughs> it is not that way it's anymore. It's not. I've never done a dance TikTok yet, and I hope yeah. not to have to do that. And if you're like, well, I don't even know what to post, go to my page, which I haven't posted in months on TikTok. Um, but go to my page and you'll discover all of my videos look exactly alike. Yeah. Because that's the only thing I know how to do. And I will also tell you, they've gone viral. Amazing. More than 50% of my videos on TikTok have gone viral. So it's not like there's some type of fancy video thing that you need to create. Educate. It's true. It's Get in front of the camera. Very, very. Even if it's a 15 second, you're not even saying a word. And then you have the the words mm -hmm. come over. Mm -hmm. that That's the content. Um, so just go to my page at Dr. Kylie Burton on TikTok. And you'll discover how easy it can be. I literally know next to nothing about TikTok. Yeah. But I have 70,000 followers and I haven't done it in three months. Yeah. And I got them in like six months. The really so. interesting part from a branding perspective is that there's a lot of people going viral on TikTok, but they were actually not sure how to utilize it and connect it to their brands because not everybody... Yeah. I'm one <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's like so much that you could do from that standpoint. And one of the things... I just posted this on my Instagram yesterday, but something to do on Instagram, but also on TikTok, you can pin your, um, you can pin any posts to the top of your page. Okay. So, I do know how to do that. Cause there are a couple pin yeah. like important posts pinned at the top of my TikTok page. Yeah. So one, one strategy to think about is make that, make each one of those pin posts who you are. So like one video or post would be who you are. The next one would be uh, what you do, like describing what it is that you do. And then the third one would be how you help people. So then as soon There you go, guys. There's three social media content videos you can create right now and make them 30 seconds or less. Exactly. And you can post them on, you know, both your Instagram and your TikTok. And I even saw this one guy, he created like a cover. Um, you can add an Instagram, you can create a cover uh, that, sits on, that sits on top. So it literally will say like on the top of his profile. And if you look back, if you're, I don't know when this will go live, but basically on my social, you can see uh, the, the video that I made on this on Instagram. And um, it, it shows exactly how this guy did it. And it's genius because... One thing we haven't really talked about is user experience. And when somebody enters your brand, um, like for example, I just discovered Dr. Kylie, I go to her Instagram and I don't know anything about her. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna probably click on the first video pinned on her page and that is gonna be who she is. And then the next one is, you know, how she works with people, you know, like what she does. And the next one is how she can help. And then I'm like, oh, I need this or I know someone who wants like, you know, it's a, it's an immediate, uh, it's just, it's a genius way of driving people in social media because a lot of the times people just discover you, follow you and that's the end of it. So anything mm -hmm. you can do to kind of like make them take an action or get them engaged right away at the top of your page 
uh, is always going to probably be beneficial. And same with TikTok that you can pin. Somebody said, instead of pinning your most viral videos, because honestly, like, what is that really going to, once they went viral, like you don't really need to pin them to the top. Um, unless they're the ones that are going to drive them deeper into your brand. So that way they'll take those next action steps. I think on my TikTok page, I have um, the three ones that are pinned are a video about my book. So when people get there, they can realize, oh, I can learn more and go buy her book. Two is the most frequently asked questions I get, which is what lab should I order? Like tell them what labs. And then I think I'd made that mistake of, oh, this one's a popular video. Let me pin it. Yeah. So I should go back in, do a lot like an intro who I am real quick, mm-hmm. pin that one with those top three. Exactly. And I don't have any pinned on Instagram. So I got to go yeah. and do that. I just did it yesterday too. Like I was like, wow, this is so genius. I need to do this immediately. And like I had a few videos that already kind of touched on some of those points. And that's the thing, like, it doesn't have to be crazy professional. Like it's just something that helps that helps you like direct them. Like we can control the user experience when somebody gets on our website, but on social media, it's really kind of like, they're just there and you don't, there's not a lot you can do besides like that little blurb at the top, you know, which is also important. Um, but like, these are all things that you have to think about with your brand. You know, uh, the entry points where people come in, And I always say this to people, like even on your website, um, you're going to want to make sure like they come in at all different, different places. Like for example, let's say somebody discovered you, they might not get to your homepage first. They might, maybe somebody sent them right to your podcast page. So if they came in on your podcast, they might not have any idea who you are still. So we need to make sure that we build that into the user experience. So that way, like we can at least share with them other places that they can go. And like, it's not just this dead end. Like you want to make sure that there's like these deeper layers in your brand that help drive the user to where you want to go because it is intentional. It, it should be intentional. And that's kind of what I preach a lot. Yeah. And what we're talking about here are multiple checkpoints. Yeah. People like on average need to see you 16. I don't know what the statistics are, but very rarely will someone reach out to you the first time they see you? So let me give you an example here. Um, There's this guy, his name's Rudy Moore. He's always in a red jacket, always, in all of his branding everything. He always kept coming through my feed, through my feed, through my feed. He adds like crazy in my Facebook. And I just had this thought one morning, like I need to click into this and I need to pay $97 for this whatever it was. Like I, I could care less what it was. The point was, is it took me a few months to actually make the move. I never heard from him, never talked to him, just kept seeing his brand over and over and over again. And when I say brand, it's the red yeah. jacket. I know when I'm seeing something, he's got a red jacket on. That's him, white and red. Clicked into it, had the gut feeling turned into a very high ticket on a sales call because I wanted the results. But it was the branding, the messaging that kept coming through over and over and over and over. Literally every time I put on my, I pulled up Facebook, he was in my feed. So whether if you're just starting or if you're just trying to build out your audience or just keep going, keep doing your thing because you have no idea who's watching. That's 
Now, he happened to have money to spend on ads, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, millions of dollars a year on ads. But my point is, is you keep putting out the content. You put, keep telling people who you are. You keep doing it because you don't know who's listening and who's watching. And when they're ready, they will take that step forward. To work with you. It is. And I always tell people that like, it's like really sharing your story and sharing what it is that you do. Like sometimes it can feel so like basic, like, oh, everybody knows this or everybody is doing this, or this is like really simplified information in your own brain. But for other people, it's like, wow, I can't believe that's what they're sharing. And this is so valuable. And, you know, so it is so important to just continuously take action and create like whatever stage you're at, like, especially with your brand, these small, small steps and just like, you know, figuring out your mission statement, getting the brand clarity, you know, working on your photo shoot, going into creating the look and feel of your brand. Like these are all pieces that are going to help you really create an aligned brand. And that way, wherever people hit you and reach you, it has the same message. That consistency is exactly what you just described with, um, with, with the guy you were just describing. Um, because he's done that, whether it's through his photos or his marketing or, you know, like all those pieces are connected for him. So it's surely intentional. (laughs) And this, this can all seem so overwhelming guys, but I'm literally to this day still using pictures. My assistant took of me on my dang iPhone and it wasn't even like the most upgraded iPhone. I'd since have had a new iPhone, but even the, the cover picture on my book comes from a picture Kelly took on my (laughs) iPhone. So it doesn't need to be some extensive photography shoot. Now, am I going to get one in the next month or two? Yes, I'm going to hire one. I just haven't found the right photographer yet. Because like Rachel is saying, it's very important. You get the right photographer in on that. But don't hesitate to just use what you already have. I mean, use your iPhone. I... I don't have this fancy audio equipment until like the last month. We're season five of the podcast. And I, I've recorded over a hundred episodes with just my computer yeah. screen and Zoom. Like just get started. That's my point. Get started and, and see where it takes you. So part of branding yourself so you can step out is step one, brand clarity. Step two, em- have that emotional experience, especially you can create this emotional experience when you tell your stories. I've started to do that a lot better in my own world. And then step three, create a simple user experience. And I want to tie this step three into our social media content that we were just talking about. Um, when you go on to social media content and when, you, when you're creating that, when you're going on a podcast episode as a guest, don't make this mistake. Call people to make the next action. So call mm-hmm, to action. Mm-hmm. Choose yeah. one. So many times I've gotten on a podcast episode as a guest and then the host is like, well, where can they find you? I always refer them to my podcast because it makes sense. Podcast, the podcast, <laughs> right? And then the ghost will, the host will say sometimes, well, where else can they find yeah. you? Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't answer the question. One place. Yeah. If you give them maybe two, give them two places, but don't go more than that because more options they have that the brain like freezes and we don't actually make a choice. So make it simple, create your social media content at the end of your video say, Hey, come learn more, especially on social media. Learn more is like, Hey, follow me to learn more. Boom. That's it. 
That's what I did on TikTok for so long. Hey, if you like this, follow me, learn more. Next thing I know, I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. So make it simple. Don't get overwhelmed. Even though social media can be very overwhelming. Okay, Rachel, before we head off here, I want to talk about yeah. logos because of what we talked about before we hit record. So <laughs> we all think we all think we got to have this logo, right? And then you said to me, and, she, and you're totally right. I what did you say? I said that people get very wrapped up in the logo design. And, and overall, like the look and feel part of your business, it's important. It is. Like, I'm not going to say aesthetics aren't important. We all know that, you know, you walk into a really nice room and it has all the things. Like, you feel that and you're like, this is awesome. But what I will say is spending months, spending weeks, spending lots and lots of time just to develop your logo is most likely the biggest waste of your time as a, whether, depending on where you are in your business, you know, obviously if you're like at the top of where you want to be and you have the space and time to do that go for it. But if you're still just getting started and you're getting all caught up and like, what should my logo look like? And it has to be perfect. And all these pieces, like that's most likely probably not what you should be spending your time on because the truth is, you probably can't even name one person, like one doctor, one health and wellness professional, one entrepreneur. Like if you can name one logo, like I'd be super impressed. But most of the time, the logos are very simplified. They still have good design. They still, you know, like conceptually they work. Obviously, that's always important. But they don't need just you do not need to spend months on this. It, it's not like um, Pepsi or a very large brand where is being purchased in stores. And there's like a lot that goes into that. We're online entrepreneurs and uh, it's just, it's logos have changed. So I always like to mention that to people because it, we can get really caught up in the aesthetics. And the truth is mostly we care about it more than our actual clients do. And I mean, you know, you just gave a great example of that. Like you're using a photo that you took on your phone, on your on your book and it, and it works. Like people aren't sending you messages like what's up with your book cover? No, they're reading it and saying like, this is awesome. So I think like, that's the part to remember because we can get really caught up in like, I really want this to look perfect. And that's just, it's going to hold you back for sure. Yeah. I'm a big fan of action over perfection. Take action because that creates momentum. Without action, no momentum is being created. Yeah, and you can still spend time on it. I'm not saying like just rush through it or whatnot. You know, it's just, I've had people like who have come to me being like, oh, I've spent three months on this, you know, on the logos and colors. And I was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, and they're still very early on in in building their businesses. So it's just, it's like you could be spending it on other things that are going to have a higher return for you at that time. Um, like testing different products and programs and ideas. Like those are getting experience. So you can have testimonials that will back the brand when you get it. Exactly. So, you know, but again, branding is super powerful when you can tap into it. It's just finding the right resources to make sure that you can do it the right way and like in the right budgets and, you know, like doing the research on that. It, it's super important because like there's no right way for everybody. That's why there's so many different designers and different offers, like because there really are like depending on where you are and what you do. Um, there's there's definitely, you know, fits out there for you. So don't feel like you have to do it, you know, the way 
just only the one way. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just want to conclude here by saying pick one avenue. You know, I, like I gave you my example of those logos that I went through. I went from dynamic health center to now change your story to then beyond the diagnosis to now enter in this together. It's going to progress. It's going to change, but it all, honestly, thinking about my brand, it all resembles around this podcast. Mm -hmm. This is the one thing that has branded me for who I am who I was, who I'm becoming, and who I will be in the future. This podcast blew everything up for me. So pick that one avenue that you feel like, whether it be Facebook, whether it be TikTok, whether it be a podcast, whether it be your website, pick that one avenue and focus on it. I had this podcast blowing up before I ever had a website that matched it. Yeah. So pick the one avenue, run with it, and then you can step over to the next step. Yeah, I love that. And it, if you need help with your website, go ask Rachel. Thank you. Yeah, that's why, I mean, honestly, that's why I created Soul Themes because it's kind of the one-stop shop to support support people where they're at. So it's like, you know, you can work on your logo and your website and get it all done in one shot. And it's not like, you know, a five-month process. It's super short. Under a month, you can have your brand and website up. So there's so many solutions like that out there. So I always like to, again, just remind people, like, do your research, find out, um, find find different things that are going to be a fit for you where you're at. So you can continue. To- if that, like I said, if that website is that place where you need fine tuning, if you're thinking, you know, I'm a chiropractor, but I don't do chiropractic anymore, or I want to leave the chiropractic field, do this world of functional medicine virtual you got to have some, at least, like I said, one route that you can send to people to learn more. And if I'm going to send someone to your website and your website doesn't match who you're doing, what you're doing, you, you got to give me and you got to give your audience that one place where they can keep updated on what you're doing, which is why I said I had the podcast before I ever had the matching website. Yeah. Pick that one avenue. And if that one avenue needs to be your website, Go to Rachel at Soul Themes, S-O-U-L Themes, T-H-E-M-E-S.com. And she can help you brand that website specifically for you and what you are currently doing, what you're wanting to do in the near future, not the chiropractic or the natural or whatever it is that you've been doing. Let's make that transition smoothly and give your audience one place for you to learn more about your current services, and your current results. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rachel. Again, that's soulthemes.com. She can help you with your branding and website. Rachel Peso, by the way. I don't know if I've ever said your last name yet. <laughs> um, Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. This was so awesome. Yes. Thanks, Rachel. All right. You have more tools now. Go out and change the world. Make your impact, make your mark, and let's change lives together. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement company, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. If you're not using them in your practice, you should be. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. I'll see you in the Facebook group and I'll see you on the next live and free workshop, August 30th. I'm here to help, Dr. Kylie.